This holiday season, we all wish for hope and healing. Children and families who spend their holidays at the hospital deserve a reason to believe in first steps, in giggles, high fives, and hugs. For 150 years, Children's National Hospital has provided world-class care and groundbreaking research. Please donate today to help patients and healthcare heroes this holiday season. Visit childrensnational.org slash holiday. That's childrensnational.org slash holiday. While traveling, it's usually best to pack light. When it comes to money, carrying some cash and having an alternative like Zelle is a great idea. Zelle's an easy way to send and receive money with people you trust at any U.S. bank. It's already in thousands of different banking apps, and it's money straight into your bank account in minutes fast. Look for Zelle in your banking app today. Safe travels. Put that long day behind you. Good times lie ahead. With company worth keeping. That a bash your smile in your head. Come on in, the doors open, you'll find just the finest folks here. Pull up a chair, grab a drink, and lend our stories your ear. Cause we're the talk, talk, talk the tavern. Here you're always welcome. The talk, talk, talk the tavern. Promising beer and bed love. The talk, talk, talk the tavern. Music, medicine, then some. The talk, talk, talk the tavern. The songs. That's right, and welcome to the tavern. Joe's admiring my dance moves as I dance to the intro music. Thank you, baby. Um, right, we got some intro shit to do. Welcome to Talk of the Tavern. Um, tonight's topic is going to be book versus movie versus history, and we'll go a little more into what that means shortly, as long as my cat doesn't lay on my keyboard and do crazy things with it. Whole broadcast. I want to let everybody know this is an adult show with adult language topics, humor, and so on. So if that is an issue to you, have a good time somewhere else, please. We're not here to hurt your feelings, but if you stick around, we'll see what we can do. Beyond that, I am Travis Sivart. I am the host and an author of various books. You can find them at, uh, here come the link bit.ly that's bit.ly slash travis books that's bit.ly slash travis books and the same thing for talk of the tavern and the other podcasts which are at bit.ly bit.ly slash travis podcasts that's bit.ly slash travis podcast now my vices tonight and everybody here in chat please Throw your vices in the chat so we know what you're enjoying. I have, I got this wonderful Christmas package of Crown Royale minis. And I am trying the salted caramel first. And I have others on deck to put into my glass. Also Coke Zero. And then a really nice blend of Cornell and Deal Vanilla Cavendish and Dark Cherry Cavendish. I have a, a cherry vanilla tobacco blend that I've created. And I've got those in a couple, well, in a, uh, yeah, just in a couple pipes. So, let's start with introducing Ed. Hey, people. It's Ed. I'm drinking water and uh, sipping on a little rosé. What kind of rosé? Uh, uh, Miomi. Nice. Andrea? Me. Um, well, I have a bottle of water. I'm going to try to finish that because I'm not very good at drinking water. And I have my knitting, a blanket, so I can stay warm. 
And you guys who are watching the live stream, because we live stream this and record the podcast that way. So anybody listening to the podcast, if you hear the noise of the bell, you'll know it means we want to read some of the comments on stream. Um, and uh, that's what you're hearing because they're joining us live at twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk. And Hot Diggity Dave says he has Glenlivet Caribbean Reserve. What the hell is Caribbean Reserve? Yeah, that, that sounds yummy. Is it like rum cast or something? Oh. That, that sounds good. And Joe has a whole gallon of spring water. What the hell is <laughs> spring water? <laughs> that sounds yummy. Is that like from last year? Okay, yeah. It Finished is. in rum cast. Okay. There you go. Andrea says she has winter water. Thank you, Andrea. Um, and for those of you listening and viewing the live stream, it is subscriber only, though non-subscribers can um, comment using channel points in the bottom. And uh, Joe is so funny. He says, so it's ice water, um, which we've had plenty of this past week, falling from the sky. Uh, Lady Skipper has kiwi, strawberry, propel water, ibuprofen, and Baclofen. <laughs> so water and drugs. Ah, it's like what I grew up with nice. in Florida. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyhow, for those of you watching the live stream, we will read off and reply to comments that are relevant or humorous. Amuse us. That's right. Uh, and better both of them than just one, but the odds are we're including you no matter what. So I think that's all of our disclaimers. Yeah, we cover it all. Ed's are there we go that's we right need an opening toast look at that uh does anybody have an opening toast or shall i uh poke cogsley and make him give us one give us a poke my, Travis. my go. toast is in the kitchen there we go a dream doesn't become reality through magic it takes sweat determination and hard work colin powell said that wow that's Absolutely. very true very true But my has, sweat is magic. Well, that's that's. Well, that's why you can add the other two along with your magic sweat. <laughs> Her dewy like drops. Mm, yeah. Okay. Um, I should light a pipe. So tonight's topic um, is book versus movie versus history. The concept here is taking our favorite. Any one of those. <laughs> I did not kill the vibe with it. I created a second vibe, an under vibe. It's, not, <laughs> it, it's a thing now. Um, and um, so we're going to take our favorite points or our least favorite points from one of those and compare it to the other two that are applicable. Now, this concept originally came up from Ed. Ed what made you suggest this topic or do you just have something to open with one or the other or both um um it, it was an easy topic <laughs> it is it is and it's it, and i'm sure all of us out there we've read this book we've loved this book and then finally they make a movie and we're dying to go see the movie and it sucks mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. 
if we get lucky, it is just like the book, and we really, really love it. Have you ever seen a movie just like the book? No. No. Yes. What? Except for... Oh, sorry, Andrew. No. You want to go? No, go ahead, Ed. Except for Nicholas Sparks, it's close enough to the book, because in his book, one of the main characters, they're going to have this struggle of falling in love, and then at the end of the movie, they're going to die. Or the end of the book. So it's all the same. So it doesn't really matter. So, yeah, Nicholas Sparks. He he gets it right. But other than that, no. I've never read any of his stuff. You're not missing anything. Well, I've enjoyed the movies, though. Well, like the two I've seen. So I tell people this time and time again. I, I love Stephen King. I love his short story. Shawshank Redemption. And then I saw the movie. And, oh, my God, it is like the story. But then it adds on. So it's like it plus extra because it it was, it came from a short story and a lot of people didn't know, you know, don't realize that Stephen King, but that one is one of them. I enjoyed it. Shawshank was definitely an incredible movie. And yeah, yeah, I read the short story, but so long ago, I don't remember it in association with the movie. Oh, but yeah, it's from what everybody else says. Yeah. It has all that and more. And yet, Dave agrees with that. Now, the one thing I'll say, and this is something a lot of us can relate to, is Game of Thrones. I throw that out there because it's not a movie, it's a series. And Mm -hmm. season one very closely matched a book, enough that I was pleased. Mm. After season one, and the further from season one you go, the more it's its own retelling, as opposed to it's loosely based on the book at a certain point. See, I was fortunate with Game of Thrones because I never read a single word in any of the books. That's how I often take it when I, whether it's watching a superhero movie which I relate to comic books that I grew up with in the 80s and 90s, or whether it's... uh, Though I did have a problem, and I'll try not to drop spoilers here, Andrea and I just finished CBS's The Stand. Is it, is it over and done with? Because I've yes. been waiting to... Okay. Yeah, so you can watch it all now. <laughs> yeah. And again, without spoilers, but with some information about it, instead of going in the order the book does... Ed, you've read the book? Yes. And I heard that this one did not necessarily go in order. Right. It, back and forth, but, it, it yeah. starts with where they all get together in the same place... And then it flashes back to their individual journeys, one or two characters per episode. Mm-hmm. And then they change the end. Ah. Um, but okay. something. So, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Hot Diggity Dave, you did not know that Game of Thrones was a book? <laughs> I hope you Asking for sh- a friend. I'm just. I... No, he didn't. He didn't. Uh means Shawshank because he commented on that. I don't think he's alone in that. I think a lot of people didn't realize. Yeah, a lot of people probably didn't know. Well, if people aren't readers, it's understandable. I mean, we could still make fun of them. Joe, shut up. See? (laughs) (laughs) I might actually go and watch Game of Thrones. I've seen season one and some of two. Might actually go watch it. I don't know. I'll rewatch it with you. 
Because okay. I haven't seen all of it, and it's all out now. And they're actually doing yeah. spinoffs now, prequels, and a later thing, or some shit like that. Yeah, um, that's the theory. It is. We'll see what... Ah, it's all good, Dave. It's all good. Um, as <sighs> I said, you know, if you're not a big reader, you don't realize some of these things. Um, fun fact, almost every superhero movie that's not a superhero movie such as Sin City, such as so many others, uh, you guys can throw them out, were actually graphic novels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they were the fancy, expensive comic books that are super thick. And, well, uh -huh. I, I like the Sin City movies because it gave you that graphic novel feel it with did. the way they did the lighting and the, oh my God, it was so good. I agree. It's uh, what is some other, um, the losers was a graphic novel that they made into a movie. Yeah, that's right. It's real. Um, what's some other graphic novels they made into movies? There's been a couple that I just didn't even realize until afterwards. Now, anything done by M Night Shyamalan was definitely um, not a book. <laughs> yes, Andrea. <laughs> well, the Runaways was comics but they turned that into a series not really a movie well i feel that still falls so. into the ballywick yeah, or what we're series. discussing mm -hmm. yeah and there's been i like the runaways that was some of my favorites and i like how they did season one i haven't seen season two yet see jewel threw in there 300 yeah watchmen definitely a graphic novel before they made a movie and a uh 300 series. was 300 was um, oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's just a bunch of... I, I could go out there and look on my DVD and Blu-ray collection and probably pick out a dozen. Hellboy. Yes, Hellboy was comics before it was ever a movie. I like Hellboy. Yep. Yeah. And this is really a nice nod because even before comic book movies became a thing, we had great movies coming out of graphic novels. Uh, mm -hmm. Walking Dead, Laura, that's a great one. And why are you oh, up yeah. at one a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> um, was the Walking Dead a comic before yeah. the show? Yeah, in the nineties. I I don't know why I was thinking it. Oh, because I was thinking it was after. I don't know. That that wasn't really my thing. So. And from what I hear, again, your son woke you up. Well, good morning. Um, <laughs> Joe says, I want someone to make the pro. Oh, I love that comic book. I know that comic book, Joe. That is a good comic book. I have spoken fondly. <laughs> it is a comic book about a prostitute with superheroes. Or superpowers, I mean. Super so when is that from? Late 80s, early 90s. Right as we're getting into the adult okay. comic binge. Um, gotcha. The Boys. The Boys was oh, a comic. Oh, The Boys. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the comic, but I do enjoy the show. So what about, let's, uh, let's go to throw some big ones out real quick just to get us warmed up. Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. That was a book. <laughs> yeah. You know, some people have asked that question. They did not realize. No, and I have known people that. But these are the same people that when they hear Run DMC singing Walk This Way, they're like, hey, did you hear Aerosmith ripped off Run DMC and redid their music? 
And you're like, you realize there was music before you were born, right? <laughs> Which, by the way, I love Not both all. versions of that song. I think I like Run mm-hmm. DMC's even more, though. I don't know why. Well, they, Aerosmith was in there with Run DMC. They so were. Okay. They were, mm-hmm. yeah. Which is a beautiful way to do it. I remember so, the video where they broke down the studio, the warehouse wall between the two, and oh, they were jamming yeah, together. So it was great. And uh, Chubby Checker and the Fat Boys. I miss when they had music videos. Mm. I miss when they had music on MTV. The videos. <laughs> Joe says, I'm Lord Good onion the- rings, Travis. I, you can't tell her that, Joe. She will be in here, like, sniffing me up and down. You know what? Yeah, I have mm-hmm. onion rings. We got to go, guys. Show's <laughs> over. <laughs> Let me show you my tater tots. Uh, <laughs> um... <laughs> Right, we're derailed. Welcome to the tavern. Uh, I think the Lord of the Rings books okay. were so good, and without making the movies even longer, there was no way to make them as good as the novels, says Hot Diggity True. Dave. Yeah. True. Well, yeah. here's what I'll tell you. Lord of the Rings book trilogy, which the last half of the third book is all appendix. Well, maybe the last third. Um, I'd be okay if they turned that into one book or two books and edit it down because it does have a lot of, we don't need to know how big that hill is and how many moles lived in it. You know, Mm -hmm. when you do a seven day journey, you don't need to describe every pit stop. Well, maybe you don't. (laughs) Fair point. (laughs) But the movies, here's my frustration on the movies of Lord of the Rings. And I'll get to those comments in a moment, folks. I'm not ignoring them. Well, I am, but it's only for a minute. The animated movies of Lord of the Rings kind of took it and abbreviated Okay. Hey, Gary, good to see you popping in. The live action by Peter Jackson, like you felt like he started to read this trilogy, and then he got bored and just copied the animated version and made it bigger and longer. (laughs) <laughs> because the same, that might have been what happened I'm pretty sure that's what fucking happened because the same <laughs> shit that was left out of the original animated movies was left out of the live action I'm like where the hell is Tom Bombadil the fuck it's why is he left out of all of them Do, I think Peter has a problem with people named Tom or people named Bombadil I don't know which you never know <laughs> You guys got some He's thoughts on Lord of the Rings? No, I, I pretty much agree with what was said earlier. Hot Diggity said, you know, it, they would have to have been, what, six hours long, 12 hours long each instead of... Well, nine uh, for all three? So I, 12 hours long each. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were okay. It was, it was no, okay action movie. I definitely enjoyed them, and we'll talk about The Hobbit in a minute, because I got some shit to say about Hobbit. You know, I, I, I've i seen some movies that were just so freaking painful. Shannara Chronicles comes to mind. Mm. I, I'm a huge Terry Brooks fan, and when I heard that was finally going to make something into a movie or a TV series, I was, like, vibrating. And then it came out, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Emo whining <laughs> bullshit. That's just so forgettable. 
Like yeah. I, I don't even yeah, really I remember. Yeah, I watched it all, and I don't remember it. Yeah, and it was more post Holocaust and fantasy. And in the books, you felt yeah, like, exactly. you know, they hinted at a potential previous thing, but you didn't feel it in the story. It was right. a shadow in the background at most. Right. Not until much, much later do do you really feel it. But in the Shannara Chronicles, it's like they took like six books there and just. You know, and then it's like mixed it all up, and yeah, it just didn't make any sense. Now, Chris said, I would have to say The Princess Bride is one of the ones where the movie is actually better than the book as the book drones on. The Mm. book was done in a very different style. For anybody that hasn't read the book, I really recommend it. Because the preface is the author telling the story of how he wrote the book. He actually rewrote somebody else's book that his grandfather used to read and used to skip to the exciting parts to read him basically a fucking history book. And they did a really good job. The movie's definitely one of my favorites, one of the most quotable movies in my mm-hmm. world. Um, yeah. But I think like the book is still good. And the book also has another car- couple paragraphs after where the movie ends. It's uh, it's true. Inconceivable. Nope, definitely true. So, uh, yeah, but the the writer of the original book that William Goldman based it off of was very dark. <laughs> he was not a happy man. And the book ends a little bit different. Um, Chris says, "I feel the same way." Ed, when they made the Dresden Files series. A lot of times. So, the, it, mm-hmm. so I haven't read the Dresden Files. I did watch the show. I enjoyed it. So is it not nothing like the books? No. Oh, I probably should go read that. <laughs> the premise is the same. But. No, there, there's. And also, if I remember correctly. They almost try to jam a whole book into one or two episodes. Right, exactly. So you're getting 45, well, 40 to 80 minutes for a full-length novel. And they weren't even like doubles. They would just kind of like bleed over some material from from one book into the next episode. And... Well... There we go. Chris says they combine a few books into an episode. Chris, I only read like two, maybe three. So go ahead, Andrew. So, okay. You know the Peregrine movie? Yes. Miss Peregrine's. What, okay, I forgot the name of the movie, but the Peregrine series. So I watched it. I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was very interesting. And I'm like, let me go read the books. And I read like, I think three or four of the books. Oh mm-hmm. my God, the movie. Now, I enjoyed the movie. If you put them separate, it's enjoyable. I can interrupt yeah. real quick. Thank Uh-oh. you for those bits, Gary. Appreciate X-200. that. Here's to you, buddy. Go on, Andrew. So, when I read the book, they had, for the movie, they combined all these different characters into one and changed stuff around. Yeah, they took where you originally had six or 12 kids. You now have four or five. So they took 
three different characters yeah, and, and I, jammed it into one and two other characters and jammed it into one and then just changed the name of another one mm-hmm. for some reason or something like that. And Yeah, and I really enjoyed the movie, but then when I read the books, I'm like, oh, yeah, I see why people were pissed. Um, kind of like Harry Potter. I, I, I read the first Harry Potter book when it came out, um, but... I know a lot of people were very upset when the movies came out because the characters didn't match the characters in the book. See, that I had to explain because so. when Harry Potter came out as a movie, you didn't have all these series at street. Mm-hmm. If Harry Potter had come out 10 years later, every book could have been a season easily. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. And then it would have been done, well, potentially could have been done closer to the books and better. Um, but yeah, you can't take a four to seven hundred page book and jam it into two hours or four hours and expect it to get all the things. Oh, and the movies are good and the books are good. If you keep them separate instead of trying to compare them, you know, you can enjoy it better. People don't do that, though. Joe asks, isn't there a Harry Potter show in the works? Joe, yes. Mm. But because of current events that happened at the end of last year, there's a lack of support and enthusiasm from the fandom at this point. And we're going to take back to a previous show. Right. We're going to take that and set it aside. Um, the topic, the, the, the current events, because we're not going to go into that. Oh, but, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking, yeah, that would actually be really good if they do that. And then they can, yeah, that would, I don't know. I, I didn't realize. Mm-hmm. See, but, but then the, again, I think I remember them talking about, like, this one girl is going to play Hermione. I think it would be no, better. No, I put it together. I think it would be better if they made it a Hogwarts series and removed Harry Potter, Ron, and Hermione from the whole thing. Oh. But they can do it like they did Gotham, where... Batman was there, but he wasn't the main focus. That would be interesting. You can have him in the school and have him as third or second or third tier characters. But he's there, but it's not all about him. Yeah. Um, There was another comment. What what was it? Uh, No, I guess I covered it. Um, So I'd like to talk a little bit about history. Let's go into history. Ed, you're a history buff. Braveheart. I was about to say you want to start with Braveheart. (laughs) Oh, I know what it was. Real quick, Andrea. Hot Diggity Dave says there's a Harry Potter MMO, Massive Multiplayer Online, that he's stoked about. So like World of Warcraft, but Harry Potter. Oh, can you go to school? Oh, if that comes out... We'll explore it. So it is real? Apparently. Hmm? Apparently. Okay. okay, Ed Braveheart. Mm-hmm. It's it's painful. It's 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 such a cool action movie, but it's painful to watch if you know anything about history. Mm-hmm. I have it on my shelf. I've watched it twice, and sometimes I think I want to watch it again. And I start it, and I get past the part where he says uh, historians. History is written by those who have hung heroes. I was like, but this whole fucking movie is a lie. And I take it out. And I, put it <laughs> it, I saw it once. It was a very painful movie. The very end of it, I cried. I'm like, why doesn't he just get up? 
<laughs> and Dave says, great movie, horribly inaccurate, which that summarizes Ed's feelings. What was what was the other one with uh, Tim Roth and, uh, damn it, it, it was... To Kill a King? No. No, Tim Roth okay. played a dandy, a fop with rapier, and he fought against a Scottish guy. Well, see how well I remember. Oh, Rob Roy, yeah. Rob oh, Roy. Um, oh, yes, Joe, Liam Neeson, go ahead. I, I suggest you see it anyway so you can see how inaccurate it is. It's a good movie. I enjoyed it. It may not be accurate, but watch it anyway. I tell you what, Rob Roy had great fight scenes in it, great fight choreography. Right. Because it looked like they were trying to hit the other guy instead of slap swords against each other until somebody trips. I, uh, I can tolerate Rob Roy a whole lot better than I can Braveheart because Braveheart is just, <laughs> it's just so totally wrong. I just... <laughs> Isn't Rob Roy a drink? It is. Yeah. That's a Roy Rogers. Well, there you go. Oh, Whatever. Um, but I've heard I, it both ways. I'll tell you one that wasn't terribly historically accurate, but I really enjoyed it, even though it was based on history, and that's Highlander. Oh, yeah. Awesome <gasps> you show. mean that's not real? Uh. <laughs> it has, you know, a, a bit of inaccuracy to it. And, uh, yeah, even enjoyed... This holiday season, we all wish for hope and healing. Children and families who spend their holidays at the hospital deserve a reason to believe in first steps, in giggles, high fives, and hugs. For 150 years, Children's National Hospital has provided world-class care and groundbreaking research. Please donate today to help patients and healthcare heroes this holiday season. Visit childrensnational.org holiday. That's childrensnational.org holiday. You know, I think there's a certain charm to movies that go back to, or TV series, such as a Highlander series, that go back to points in history and live alongside of events, not necessarily in the event. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Andrew? Okay. So, Highlander. There's a difference between the movie and the series. Oh, very much. Very much. Like, one's good and the other one is... The first one is good for when it was. And after that, and Laura, we were talking about Highlander. Outlander came afterwards, and a lot of Highlander fans were confused by it, especially since <laughs> Outlander was also the name of a Sean Connery space movie. Where's Duncan and Connor? Yeah. <laughs> um, and where's the uh, Scottish-Egyptian Spaniard? <laughs> oh god that's so great played by sean connery who was also in the movie outlander which took place in outer space so outlander confused a lot of fandoms who also <laughs> came to look at it oh i know the tv show outlander that's what i'm talking about um haven't watched it but i have heard great things about it it's uh how do you feel about Joel the brings up forrest gump you know i love movies like forrest gump and Saving Private Ryan, because they're not mm -hmm. in the main points of history. They just brush well, them. Uh, yeah, Saving Private Ryan is historical fiction. So, right. I mean, it's good. But yeah. Forrest Gump, he was part of all the history. Yeah. Or at least it <laughs> showed where he was. He was running. Mm -hmm. 
I just remember when he was running <laughs> and he had mud on his face and a guy handed him a shirt. He wiped his face and he's like, have a nice day. And it had this smiley face on it. It had a perfectly round mud part. splatter <laughs> with the two eyes. I love eyes. that part. Um, no, I love, I, I feel like a lot of kids should watch Forrest Gump because it shows a progression of history over 20, 30 years mm-hmm. from kind of the average person's view. Um, Mr. Holland's Opus is another one like that. Oh, that was so good. Made and, me cry. Yeah. Um, if you like Westward ex- Westward Expansion, um, Into the West, it's another good one. It's, it's historical fiction, but it's so much history throughout the entire... It's a miniseries, about six episodes or so, and it's just so much history packed into it. It's really, really good. Is that a show or a movie? It was a television show. I think it was a TBS thing years ago. Um, I might have to look into it. It's about a guy. His last name is Wheeler. He's from Wellington, West Virginia. And he goes out west. And it starts out with Jedediah Smith. And it ends with Sitting Bull. And, and Oh, nice. It's, it's really, really good. Yeah. Joe says, speaking You know, another... Go ahead, Andrew. Okay. I'll read Joe's and go ahead. I was going to say, another, I believe it's historically accurate movie, is A Million Days, A Million Ways to Die in the West. <laughs> oh, really? You you definitely yeah. should. We're just oh. going to leave that there and step away <laughs> carefully here. Um, highly recommend that. And then go watch movie 42, which is also very historically accurate. Good luck. <laughs> you want to piss me off, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> um, Ed, uh, A Million Ways to Die in the West is a uh, Seth MacFarlane movie. Okay. And Never just, mind. no, just fun. Just but really. It's, it's funny because he's like, he goes over the ways of how they were doing stuff, you know, in a comedic way. He's like, how are we alive? It's funny. I and, like it. And they describe a vagina as when one character sees it for the first time, goes, it looks like roast beef with a firecracker in it. It's like, are you okay? <laughs> uh, Joe says, speaking of history, probably the only historical movie I've seen recently is The King's Speech, was pretty, which was pretty good. I have not seen it, but I've heard really good things about it. Because it has uh, Dame, what's her name, from Red? Judy. Not Judy Dench. Not Dame. Helen. Oh. Helen. Ed. Helen Marin. Hel- Helen Marin, if I'm not mistaken. I think she plays the queen in that. Does that sound right? She's there? a dame? She is a dame. Yep. And she's got great gams. <laughs> she has aged well. Damn. Well, elegance and grace. Oh, Hidden Figures, Laura. I loved Hidden Figures. Again, oh. one of those. Yeah. I I really like that movie. And, you know, because we live near where they worked and all that stuff. So they do have um, an exhibit with things about them. Um, Speaking of hidden figures, yeah. I, I watched Apollo 13 uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. last night or something. I was very impressed with, and thinking of the show, I was very impressed with how accurate 
they had done that. It was it was very good. Very they did a good job. And <clears throat> those kind of movies are not the kind of movies I'm drawn to. But whenever mm-hmm. I watch them, I really enjoy them. I don't have mm-hmm. much urge to watch them again. But, no, I'm always pleased. Uh, by the way, Dave mentions JFK, highly interac- inaccurate. And majority of scenes were made up. That is... Who's the director of that one? Is it Stone? Oliver Stone, I believe so. A lot of his movies I don't enjoy. Same with Stanley Kubrick. Um, And that's blasphemy to some folks when I say these things. But yeah, I just don't enjoy their style. I don't know the difference between the people, so... Oh. (laughs) Laura asks if we've seen Chernobyl... And Dave says, not the most uplifting movie, but Schindler's List is very accurate. Schindler's List is a beautiful movie in a horrible, horrible way. Mm -hmm. But I have a list of movies I want to show my son now. And it includes Forrest Gump, Private Ryan, Mr. Holland's Opus, Hidden Figures, Schindler's List, and one or two others. Because they are, for the most part, historically accurate but also it shows kind of just 20 years before my lifetime or maybe let's just say from world war ii forward and kind of what brought in the modern era and how things have changed and shifted in that modern era and so anybody who looks at the past and goes oh they were so primitive i can look at the past my lifetime, let alone adding a couple decades before my life, and go, look how primitive we have been since I was born in, in society mm-hmm. in how we look at people, how we treat people. We still have mm-hmm. a long way to go. And in 200 years, we are going to look like absolute savages, I would hope. Either else, nobody will have, you know, electronics, and they'll be <laughs> <coughs> digging up tubers mm-hmm. out of the barren dirt. Uh, Black Hawk Down. Very well done movie. I I like it from having served in the military. I like it from the aspect of trying to show the camaraderie and what's going on in the mind of one soldier. It's not about what's happening. It's about you and me and the guy beside me. I liked it there. But there were some fallacies in the movie. and, and Not so much that I can't get over them, but yeah, there, there were some fallacies. Now, has any of us seen Chernobyl? I have not. I have not seen it. I have not. I remember seeing it advertised. So, Laura, we can't speak to that. How did you feel the accuracy was? Because that's our lifetime. Mm. It's, I know the yeah. three of us right now were all alive when that happened in the mid-80s. Um, so, Ed, what other historic ones would you like to shake a fist in the air about? Or what was great? Which ones? Well, shaking my fist in the air, Red Tails, because I've been waiting about it. All this black history stuff, I've been waiting for a good movie about Tuskegee Airmen. Mm. Red Tails I was thinking was about it. that. Interesting. Red Tails was not it. The, I think it was TBS again, did a little two-night or three-night miniseries Tuskegee Airmen, which was much better than the big blockbuster Red Tails. It it sucked. Mm. Why? It was nowhere near accurate. Nothing. In what way? They even changed changed the names of the people in the movie. 
<laughs> so, like, was it all everybody was treated equally, or did it show the poor treatment? Um, they didn't even get into any of that. It was just their record, what they were flying. It was it was just a World War Two flying movie. That's with black all people. it was mm-hmm. with black people. <laughs> yeah, I felt it, just from that description, it feels like they could have done a lot more and made it much more relevant to what's going mm-hmm. on now. Um, though, you know, yay, let's appreciate, you know, our historic, historic, historical figures who were underplayed, but when you're changing names and all that, we get Hollywood. We get having to make it entertainment and shift and adjust for that. We get it. Mm-hmm. But there's a good enough story there anyway. By the way, uh, did you see Gary's comment there, Ed? Black Hawk Down, <laughs> Class A clusterfuck movie. <laughs> yeah, 13 Hours is much better than Black Hawk Down. Uh, 13 Hours is pretty right on. I've never even heard of that one. Uh, 13 Hours was about the uh, clusterfuck at the uh, embassy. Uh, the big Hillary Clinton uh mm. Uh, not Tripoli. What's the other little city? Uh, yeah, all shooting right out of my head. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have it in my head. Either. CIA had a secret compound. Had some guys there. Um, hmm. Yeah, Benghazi. That's it. Okay. Okay. Again, I'm I'm not drawn to a lot of historical fiction. Uh, that being said, to repeat what I said before, I tend to enjoy them when I watch them. The same with documentaries. I'm not drawn to them, but man, I enjoy them. Well, the historical stuff I like is basically about murderers <laughs> and serial killers. <laughs> so Somebody mentioned Zodiac. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that one, Andrew? I want to say yeah. Who was in that? I know about three months ago, Andrea, maybe five months ago, and it lasted for a month or two, she just went through a binge of <laughs> of serial killer shows, movies, documentaries. And Dave asked, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Slayer, was it on your top ten, Travis? Oh, I like that one. That was good. I own that. Dave, it is right up there with Wild Wild West with Will Smith. <laughs> I like that one too. And Back to the Future 3. I enjoyed the hell out of all three for very different reasons. And none of them had shit to do with history. Um, yeah, a lot of the serial killer stuff I watched was on Netflix. Laura. I watched the stuff about Ted Bundy. It's really good. And then the Jeffrey Dahmer. There's a series called My Friend Dahmer. That talked about him when he was in high school. And then I did research and all this stuff. And it's pretty accurate. And I'm like, okay. And Joe Rip pops in and says, people hate on Back to the Future 3, but it might just be the best one. I agree. I enjoyed the hell out of Part 3. It was so much better than Part 2. And Laura throws the Ripper in there, Andrea. That was a series, right? I, I believe I watched that too. It's, uh... So let's talk yeah, a little like bit. Stuff. 
and I think this is obvious, but let's talk about it anyway. What do we want mm. in our movies that are made from books and or history? Or, Ed, if you want to talk about, because I've not read a lot of historic books. Oh, we lost Andrea. Give her a second. She'll be right back. She does this once in a while. Um, she'll pop back in in a moment. There she is. Oh, and we got to move stuff. Give me a second while I fix this real quick. Boink. Boink. There we go. And she'll be back with us in a moment as we bounce screens. Uh, welcome back. Um, so, Ed, is there any historic Sorry, books that you felt were just right on and amazing or horrible? Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, two that come to mind. Uh, actually, three. One wasn't a book. It was a magazine article. And HBO gets credit for all three of them. Band of Brothers, Generation Kill, and Pacific. What are the each books, of those about? The article. Hmm? What are each uh, of those Band about? of Brothers is the, is the 101st Airborne Unit during World War II. Uh, the book was written by... Crap. His name just goes right out of my head now. Um, but his writing of the book was right on history, as well as the series when they put it on HBO. Ambrose, Stephen Ambrose is, is the writer. Um, Generation Kill is about a Marine Force recon unit during the first Gulf War, hmm. and it was written by it was written by a uh, what's the Rock magazine, uh, Rolling Stone reporter. He was embedded with that unit during uh, the Gulf War, and he wrote this series of articles, and they turned it into a movie again, right dead on, and. Pacific is actually from two different writers that were in the Marine Corps during World War II in the Pacific. They combined both their books into, into a television series. Again, right did on compared to their books. Nice. Um, Gary says, they, those are my favorite. Band of Brothers is amazing. Mm-hmm. I have not watched that one. but that A was... lot of people I've heard say that. Dave recommends Undaunted Courage was a great book. Um, and here's something I will point out. I think anybody with a little bit of insight understands history is a one-sided recording. Oh, okay. absolutely. And it is watered down and abbreviated and so on. That's why a lot of these things, like what Ed was just mentioning, these first-person accounts, which is one person's point of view. It's not the whole story. But those hold so much more value than just checking our history books and or wikipedia god forbid um mm. and the the thing about generation kill was um it's not watered down i mean he's not doing the we are the brave americans going in to free the iraqis i mean he is he is telling that story the way it is every fuck up everything that higher ups do wrong and it's it's really really good really amazing story yeah gary's stepping away for a moment um so what do we want to see in when they take our books to a movie or when they take our history to a movie now what i want to see with books 
is I want to see him stay true to the base storyline. Because mm-hmm. I understand, you know, I watched the Expanse series and that shifted over and changed a bit. But more importantly, I want to see them stay true to the characters. I want to see them bring those characters forward with their personal struggles and everything, which I think Lord of the Rings did very good with that and even expanded on it, Um, even with their invention of relationships that didn't happen in the book. Yeah, they definitely did that. Yeah. (laughs) So what about you guys? What... What is flawed in all these things that we're seeing, Andrea? What was missing from Harry Potter, Ed, in these other things that you refer to? What was missing that should have been in there that wouldn't have made the entertainment value less? Who goes first? Oh, go ahead, Ed. (laughs) I'm reading. Well, I think Braveheart again comes to mind. Tell the truth. I mean, I... The story of William Wallace is such an amazing story. I don't, I don't see why they couldn't just tell the truth about William Wallace. And <laughs> what did they leave out? What did they? There were no kilts worn. William Wallace was uh, a lesser knight himself. Mm-hmm. Okay, he wasn't running around in rags. Uh, he he didn't impregnate the Prince of Wales. Uh, wife, who, by the way, was nine or ten years old at the time. Uh, <laughs> he, wow. he, didn't, he didn't die at the same time that the King King Edward was dying. Um, I can go on and on and on and on and on. I mean, it was just nowhere near the truth. Was there He any, didn't sack York. <laughs> was there anything they changed? Because they, they couldn't handle the truth. <laughs> I'm sorry? Repeat it. You you couldn't handle the truth. Oh. (laughs) Good movie. Is there anything in it that they did change that you went, no, that was a good change? No. Yeah. I (laughs) I tend to like the truth. And if they had that base plot of history Mm -hmm. and then stayed true to the character, why was Wallace fighting? Why did the king uh, fight against him? What was going on? Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, it would boil down to ego and money, wouldn't it? Well, the independence of... Yeah, ego and money, independence of Scotland. Yeah. Yeah, ego and money. Independence is uh, pretty much always about money. Because So, I have a question. Go ahead. If he didn't wear a kilt, was he freeballing it? Just shirt cocking <laughs> all the way through? Yeah. <laughs> Because they probably do have a version of that movie somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have kilts when William Wallace was around. That's the thing. <laughs> it's a... Okay, so let's see here. Um, Dave says, I think Andrea said most books and movies are good as a standalone, but I personally believe, it, believe it's best not to compare them. And that's actually my philosophy on all this stuff is whether it's a comic book to a movie or though history to a movie i i have a bigger issue with but when you're taking a book or a comic book turning it into a movie or a series think of it as Mm -hmm. we've all heard how many versions of that song Mm -hmm. um right 
you know, a sweet, interpretation of it. Sweet dreams are made of these. We've heard two big versions of American Pie. Uh, take any blues tune, Hit the Road Jack or whatever. We've seen a dozen versions of any one of those. Mm-hmm. So take it as its own version, its own retelling, its own interpretation. Now, there are some times they just take it to a place and you go, why? You just did that to be. Yeah. Um, Lawnmower Man. Yeah. Nothing like the book. I Yeah. Or its story. I don't even know what the hell that movie was. Yeah. Ed, you were trying to say something. Well, I, I mean, yes, I, I get the interpretation part of it. But sometimes it's like the only thing that's the same is the name. Right. That's it. Then why even do that? Well, to carry the name power. Why didn't you just name it something else? <laughs> because they want people to come for the name. Yeah. Doesn't matter if they like it. They paid the money. And you Dave know? says, Plastic Man, lesser known comic book, needs a movie. Dave, I'll agree with you. Something I have said countless times on the show is with our superhero movies and shows, let's go to the B-list or better yet, the C-list of heroes. This is mm-hmm. why things like Daredevil and Jessica Jones were great. This is why Green God, Arrow Daredevil. TV series worked. This is why Guardians of the Galaxy was an awesome movie. There's so much less expectation, and we're we're open to interpretation at that point. Right. So, yeah, I think going to these Cloak and Dagger TV series, the Runaways TV series... Um, you know what, Dave? You, you're the one person that has ever said that. Uh, <laughs> I like I, I liked Iron Fist. Did you really? It's. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was so. I thought it was an interesting. Whiny. It was an interesting concept. Well, you know, whatever. But I, I liked the concept of it. I, I thought it was pretty good. It, Laura says we have elongated man and Mister Fantastic. But the thing with Plastic Man is he is pretty much a cartoon. I would love to see Madcap done as a movie. If anybody knows who that is, <laughs> mm-hmm. do you know mm-hmm. that, Andrea? You know Madcap? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a Marvel villain. Air quoting around that, um, <laughs> who is insane because he survived a catastrophe that nobody else did, and it, it drove him insane. So he doesn't believe reality can hurt him. Uh, kind of like. Deadpool before Deadpool existed. And he runs around with a bubble gun that changes people's emotions. And that interesting. Yeah. Let's do that as a standalone. We don't need a trilogy, please. Um, Yeah. Madcap would be a great movie. And uh, yeah, you know, and if you did something like plastic man, why not do plastic? No, those are, I was about to say Plastic Man and Howard the Duck, but Howard the Duck is Marvel, Plastic Man is uh, DC. But you guys get the idea. Let's. Neither of them shall meet. <laughs> yeah. And also, how about no more origin stories? Even if we don't know the hero, show it in a montage during the credits. And I'm good. And they go from there. And also, if we're going to do a superhero series. Let's stop getting the costume at the end of season one. Get it halfway through. You said? Off topic slightly. <laughs> They're redoing Justice League? They are? That's what I heard. 
Anybody know anything about that here in chat? Am I correct? I don't. I don't pay yeah, attention. Supposedly, it's coming out on uh, HBO Max middle of March. Oh. Now, is that the well, director's cut? Maybe that's what it is. I, that might be it. They're, they the okay. the Schneider cut is something they wanted to basically go put in all the stuff that the studio cut out. Uh, okay. That the director right, that wanted sense. in there and filmed. Um, now, let's do the wrap-up for this episode. Re-edit. Yes, director's cut. Backed up on that. So, okay, cool. let's do the wrap-up on this, and we will call this podcast done. I want to let everybody know, and matter of fact, let me pull it up right now, just in case anybody emailed. You can email us at talkofthetavernshow at gmail.com. And let us know your thoughts on the topic or topics you'd like to hear us go into. You can also let us know um, if you have a message you want sent out to somebody. And we'll read that off on air. I'd like to see the origin story for the ticks, says Jewel. Uh, they have purposely avoided... Dave, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Here's to your big old bits. Nice bits. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we can read off birthdays or messages or whatever. Um, thank you, everybody, for supporting by throwing bits, for subscribing, rating, and all those things we do here on stream. It is much appreciated. also want to throw a special thank you to all the folks who support us on Patreon, such as Triple U and Ethan Strauss, as well as our PayPal subscribers, Musical Wizardry and Berta. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Make sure you check out our podcast on all the big podcasting places, and uh, we will catch you again on the next episode. Oh, wait, we need a closing toast. Closing toast, I was going to say. Closing toast. Let's drink. Um, here's how to figuring, figure out how to make a story be entertaining without tearing it to shit. We can do that. Here, here. Okay, Cogsley, take us out. Don't forget to join us at the tavern next week. Until then, have fun, keep learning, and be good to one another. Now, raise your glass in good cheer. Enjoy the small moments every day and steamy dreams every night. While traveling, it's usually best to pack light. When it comes to money, carrying some cash and having an alternative like Zelle is a great idea. Zelle's an easy way to send and receive money with people you trust at any U.S. bank. It's already in thousands of different banking apps, and it's money straight into your bank account in minutes fast. Look for Zelle in your banking app today. Safe travels. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with carrier. Products sold separately.